Word for You is presented by Grace Point Church in Lakewood, Ohio. We are located at the intersection of Warren and Alger and welcome you to visit us in person or online at gracepointlakewood.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-P-O-I-N-T-E-L-A-K-E-W-O-O-D.com. Listen to podcasts of sermons from our pastor, Mike Bartolone, and various guest pastors. You will see that grace is always the point, and you are always welcome. Sermon, sermonette today. I'll leave my uh, other one for next week. <laughs> but I'd like to just share with you a little bit about out of the book of Ephesians, one of my favorite books in the Bible. How about you? What's interesting about Ephesians is the beginning verse, verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, Ephesians 1, 1, by the will of God. And look who he addresses here in this next phrase. To the saints. You know, once you're saved, you're not a sinner any longer. Your identity changes immediately. And if you continue to believe that you're a sinner, still a sinner, then you're going to keep sinning. Because as that man thinks in his heart, so is he. So I just give you some advice. Don't think that way anymore. Think that you're a saint. You know, you're a saint. To the saints who are in Ephesus. Well, it'd be the saints, and you can name your city. And that's to the saints who are there and the faithful in Christ Jesus. Just one, that was just one verse. And if you went, if you took a, you know, if you took your fingers and just flipped back to Philippians, and he started in Philippians, just one verse. It says, Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to the saints. He didn't change. He didn't say, well, we had saints in Ephesus, but when we got to Philippi, we have sinners. No, he's, he, he <laughs> it's one thing, and it's always the same. Paul writes two-thirds of the New Testament. And he didn't change in all of his writings about who we are. Amen? And that's something we have to start thinking about. You know, if I'm a saint, I'm going to be a lot different than if I think I'm a sinner. Amen? And there's a lot of people still thinking in the church that they're sinners. Because we have even preachers that say it from the pulpit. That we're all sinners. Even after they're saved, they, he, they call them that. And it's terrible. You know, we don't, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to stand in front of a, a terrorist preacher like that. You know, but they're doing it daily. And if you, go to, if, you take, if you go past Philippians into the next book, the next little Paul book, Colossians, you find the same thing, first, but it's in verse 2. But it says, Paul, an apostle by Christ, uh, of, apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints. And the faithful brethren in Christ who are in Colossus, 
grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And you'll find that all through Paul's writings of how he thinks about us. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. What's, what's powerful about the book of Ephesians, it unveils the mystery of the church like no other epistle in the New Covenant. It unveils the mystery of the church like no other, peop- no other epistle. God's secret intention is, re- is revealed in the book of Ephesus, in the book of Ephesians. In fact, the book of Ephesians is literally has been called, literally has been called, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. One of the writers who studied the book of Ephesians and wrote a commentary on it, he called it the Alps of the New Testament. The Alps of the New Testament. And another author called it the Grand Canyon of Scripture. The Grand Canyon of Scripture. The royal capstone of the epistles. Not only because of its grand theme, but because of the majesty of Christ that is revealed in these six little chapters in the book of Ephesus. But let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. It says in verse 2, Ephesians 1, 2, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. In heavenly places. See, when you're in Christ, you're already in a heavenly place. Even though you don't understand it, can't grasp it, you're going to get it, you still are. You still are. You're in a heavenly place in Christ. And there's many who can't grasp anything I'm talking about today. But it's there. It's there for those who believe. All you have to do is believe it. It says it right there. And not only that, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing possible. What else is there? It's like we sang today. He's, he's more than able. He's more than enough. Amen? More than we could ever ask for. In verse 4, it says, just as he chose us. This is, this is this will blow fuses in your head right here. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So there's a lot going on that we don't get. <laughs> we just don't get it. It's hard, to, it's hard to understand because we live right here in this little now position of where we live, yet we're reading things that are l- literally outside of that into another area of time and space That's beyond even the comprehension sometimes of our own mind. That's why the book of Revelation says it's good that you put your head under the altar and start walking in the spirit. Because there's more of a dimension in the spirit and more of an understanding in the spirit than there is in this dimension. And the flesh profits nothing. (laughs) That's what the Bible says. Amen? And he says... That we, it says, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. Verse 5, it says, having predestined us to the adoption as sons. And that's a big theme, New Covenant theme, is sonship. 
And that's what I was going to talk about this morning. I, I have 20 pages in my notebook if you want to look at them that I already studied and I can't wait to deliver because it's really about the comparison of the Moses generation and the Joshua generation, which is really two different things. The Moses generation was the law. The Joshua generation was the new covenant. The people in Moses' time didn't want to know what the Lord had to say. He says, Moses, you go get the information and bring it back to us. In the Joshua generation, Joshua taught the people how to hear God for themselves. That's new covenant. That's new covenant. So we'll talk about that next week. So, But it says, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory, to the praise, to the praise. How many do we praise today? Amen. I don't know about you. I have, I have, no, pro I have no problem with the shofars blowing because the Lord says it's for her healing. It releases the light of God. It releases the power of God into so that we can see her totally healed in her ears and in her voice to be able to speak. To the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. That's what my wife talked about, having that kind of forgiveness. You know, to people who have hurt you all your life and done really disastrous and crazy things to you, but yet if you forgive them, you're free. You're free. But if you hold on to it, you can be bitter. Not better. Bitter. And it will cause sickness in you. And it will cause, it might even cause, for I've seen it, cause for people I've known an early death because they would not forgive. They hold on to it. And their bodies got sick and they died prematurely. They didn't have to die at that point, but because they held unforgiveness. It is, can be a death warrant to your life if you do that. And that's, that's something, you know, that we shouldn't be doing. Amen? We have the power. Jesus gives us the power through the Holy Spirit to forgive everybody. I couldn't do it myself, but God gives us that ability. Amen? That's what grace means. It's God's ability in me to do what I can't do. And that's what he gives us. And sometimes we don't even understand. I know when I first got saved, I had no idea. I mean, I had fun when I first got saved. Did some crazy things. I mean, lived very adventurous. And I had no idea what I was doing. I was just happy I was doing it. And then through the years as I grew, you know, as I grew as a disciple and then into a son, I started to realize what was happening. God gave me some time to discover. And that's what life is about, discovering all that he's given us, that you can trust him. Like my wife said, you can trust him. You can put all your trust in him and he'll take care of you. Amen? There's just some really, a couple of more uh, points out of Ephesians. If you look at verse 15 in Ephesians 1, you see, Paul starts talking about a prayer. This is a prayer for spiritual wisdom. And Paul does that, you know, through Ephesians. There's prayers in Colossians. In fact, there's a prayer even written by Paul in the book of Thessalonians. First Thessalonians, chapter 3, I believe. Verse 11. First Thessalonians 3.11. We haven't been in Thessalonians in a while. Amen. It says, now may our God and Father himself, 
and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you, and may the Lord make you increase and, inbound, and abound in love to one another and to all. That's the whole world. Just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts. This is Paul praying for the church during his day. So that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints. It doesn't say sinners. It says with all the saints. Those are very important words to circle or to underline or to highlight in your Bible. Because those things speak about who we are in Christ. And that's another, another uh, really good thing about Ephesians. You find a lot of that, that terminology in the book of Ephesians, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. As the Father, as we're in him, he's in us. He came and made his home in us. He's with you at all times. When we leave here today, the meeting doesn't stop. The relationship doesn't stop. Amen? And if we're going to be sons, true sons, it's all about relationship. And increasing in our relationship with the Father, that's what sonship's all about. Being able to increase in our relationship with him. And find those things that maybe we've missed and something we haven't seen or something we haven't heard or something we haven't discovered yet. And all of a sudden, I mean, sometimes the light just goes on. And uh, things start changing. And then you start getting a, a new revelation. And then you jump on that revelational bandwagon and you run with it. And then there's times where it stops. And then you have to look for the new highway. He wants to take you to a new level, a new understanding. Amen? But that's what, that's what the book... And, I mean, all of Ephesians, I could just, you know, it's so powerful. Chapter 1, he's the redeemer. Amen. It's just powerful. In chapter 2, he's the peacemaker. In chapter 3, he's the treasure. There's so many things there. In chapter 4, Jesus is the giver of ministry gifts to the church. We, we see that in the fivefold ministry gifts and how he gives us those to help us along until we all come to, into the uni, unity of faith. In chapter 5, he's the model husband, unselfishly giving himself to enhance his bride, his church. In, in, in chapter 6, which is the final chapter of Ephesians, he is the Lord who is mighty in battle and the resource of strength for his own as they arm for spiritual warfare. And the greatest thing that we can do when we get into the new covenant is battle to stay in it because everybody wants us to pull us, pull us back into the Moses generation where you know, again, Moses' generation is all about everybody at the top, hierarchy down, hierarchy down, pastor at the top, and every ball down, all the way down here. No, it's not the way it is anymore in the new covenant. We're all together. We're all one, ministering one to another. Amen? And if we do prophetic words or do prophecy, it needs to be a confirmation to what that person already knows is happening in their life. You don't give them direction because all direction comes from the Father to us. That's the way it happens. He gives us direction, and then a prophetic word comes and affirms what we already know and confirms. It's, in fact, 1 Corinthians 14.3 says there's only three things that happens in prophecy in the New Covenant. Exhortation, edification, and comfort. When you step out of those boundaries, you're in trouble. 
Remember what covenant we're in. We're in the Joshua generation. We're not in the Moses generation any longer. We moved on. And, and God would not tolerate Joshua trying to be like Moses. Even though Joshua wanted to be just like Moses. He said, Moses is dead. Come on, Joshua, we're going somewhere else. And that was a Jesus generation. Listen, we're living in a Jesus generation right now. And harvest is here. And it's going to get more and more. Harvest is here. And it's going to get better and better. Amen? Romans 8, 37, it says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen? And then thanks be to God who has given us the victory in Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you for this service today and for our time together. Lord, such great praise and worship and fellowship and anointing and movement of your spirit. Lord, I pray that we would continue to believe, Lord, as you have asked us to believe. The greatest thing we could do is believe that we are the saints of God. We are the sons of God and daughters. Lord, in this world, we are also daughters. But in the next world where we're going, it'll be sonship exclusively. But, Lord, we're here to give you the glory. And we thank you, Lord, that you've made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for all that transpired here today. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen? Have a great week.